Hello and welcome to the CAPE podcast, CAPE standing for the Child Abuse Prevention and Education podcast. My name is Christy McVie and I am an ex-West Australian police officer who spent 10 years with the police where I was trained as a specialist child interviewer and a child abuse detective. This podcast is all about sharing what I learned, saw and knew whilst investigating child sexual abuse in the police force. It is also about sharing the knowledge that I gained in that time that helped me with my own parenting of my then two-year-old daughter. My mission is to help share my knowledge and to help you in your role as parents to keep your kids safe along with guest experts in the field of child abuse prevention and education, both in person and online. Thank you so much for joining in on the fight to prevent child sexual abuse. Your kids will thank you for it. Alrighty. Thank you so much, Paul, for jumping on and uh, joining me on my podcast this morning. Um, it's really interesting because we met very interestingly through mutual, well, I was doing a, a presentation at a school where you were also presenting and we, we worked in a similar field. So we never met as police officers. So I'll get Paul to introduce himself, but Paul is from Surf Online Safe. Um, and basically he's a leading uh, expert. Expert? Do you like being called expert? <laughs> no, I don't love you calling expert. <laughs> he's the leading he's the leading presenter on cyber safety and online safety in Western Australia. Has been on a few been on TV, been on a documentary called Mirror Mirror. We'll, I'll get you to mention a bit about that as well. But yeah, Paul, it's really awesome to for you to come on and it's awesome to be in this field with you because you're such an amazing human. Uh, and now, you, last year, what did you win? WA West Australian of the Year? Or was yes. that your t- official title? Yep. Yeah, a bit of a mouthful. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Christy. Thanks for the opportunity to speak to you and hey to your listeners. Yeah, sort of a, I mean, you, yourself being in this realm, it, it was a, uh, I suppose a massive, massive world. My, my my business started really out of frustration, to be honest. I was dealing with a whole pile of stuff where kids were getting caught out through errors of judgment. And when I was contacting the networks as a police officer working at tech crime for six years, the networks just were ignoring requests or they just weren't as concerned. So I, I found that pretty frustrating. So I started doing a couple of cyber safety presentations at my uh, son's school in uh, 2010, much to his embarrassment. And uh, <laughs> here we are today. So yeah, and and, and I, I, I don't mind people using the term expert, but um, I was just someone who was sort of thrown in the deep end at tech crime six, for six years in, in 2008 and, and sort of went on a, a journey, I suppose, where I had to I had to make a difference. I had to make uh, my mark in regards to making change, and uh, I, I can't believe I've I've come this far. I mean, I remember saying to my wife, um, "If I can get to fifty schools, I reckon we'll be okay. I'll do this for about five years." And um, what thirteen years later, and eight hundred and fifty schools later, here we are. So wow. That's amazing. And so you started, uh, so so your experience was in tech crime as a police officer. So, yeah, yeah. so you saw a need, like this need. And back in 2008 when you started talking to schools and 2010, um, you know, that was the start of social media. Like the, the yeah. yeah. And, was, and what I started doing is I, I started writing a um, series of training packages and, and education packages for 
the federal government. So through the Think You Know yeah. website, I, I started designing a lot of those and uh, and they did take off quite well, but I, I got frustrated. And, and, and you know, as an ex-WA police officer, nothing against coppers, but some poor copper would have been given a, a resume as such, say, oh, mate, you've got to go out to Balgus Senior High School and do a cyber safety presentation. And these coppers the night before would have to Google this because mm. they just weren't weren't knowledgeable of that area. So I got frustrated with how poorly those packages were being presented. So I thought, okay, um, stuff it, I'll, I'll take a bit of time off or I'll, on my days off, I'd, I'll just go and conduct a few myself and um, I, I got the bug, I, I got the bite. So um, having Well, we're lucky that we have you. Like you said, 850 schools and probably hundreds of thousands of students. And I have seen your presentation and I know that your presentation is, is quite, um, you know, it's quite interesting. You, you The data you present, it's quite engaging. You get quite a good engagement from students. So I can just imagine, um, you know, over the 13 years. I would love to know how it's changed since when you started in this space to now, like how much has it progressed since then? Um, wow. And, and I don't think realistically it has changed much, Christy, in regards to the type of offending, the type mm. of people who are getting caught out, um, the the type of offence and all that sort of stuff. But what I have noticed that has changed significantly, and, and you'll no doubt be the same, is is victims are becoming younger and younger. Yeah. Okay. So as an example, when I first started doing cyber safety presentations, the only children I spoke to about nudes or, or intimate images would be year 12s and university kids. That's that's changing every year now. The average age for the distribution of an intimate image these days is year sevens and eights. So that's 12, 13, 14 year olds. So yeah, as a result of that, those those people are now getting caught out in in areas um, I, I never would have dreamed of. And and if, as an example, if I walked into tech crime that first day in 2008 and and my boss said to me, Paul, you're going to be speaking to year 10s about sextortion in 2020 or 22, I, I, I never would have believed him. So that's where the shift has occurred. And and not only from a, a stuff up or an, 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 an error of judgment point of view, but also from a, an offending point of view, what I mean by that is so many of our offenders, scammers and predators now, scammers are, in particular are now targeting children at much younger ages because they know they're in these environments. Mm. Um, so it's huge. Mm. And, yeah, and I ha actually had a presentation to some child health nurses yesterday or school-based nurses and their, their reports were that they were mostly dealing with mental health issues in students based around what's happening online and yep. the issues they're having online. And and I'd imagine you've seen that as well. Yeah. And, and this is one of my biggest fights at the moment, Christy, is because it's, oh, I don't know, every, every physical playground we have on the planet has rules. It has governance. And, and I'm not uh, about uh, pushing away from freedoms and all that sort of stuff. No way in the world. But I get frustrated and I've continued to be frustrated now for 14, 15 years at the coalface of online juvenile crime is the fact that the creators of our playgrounds just aren't abiding by the same sort of rules. There's no governance. Yeah. So people say so often, well, hold on, hold on, what's wrong with people? Why are these make kids making stupid errors of judgment? They're idiots, blah, blah, blah. I, I push back on that because, yes, don't get me wrong, we still need to educate in regards to assessing risk, but... Hold on, give them a give them a hand because these 
if you play in a physical playground at a school, that's mm. been designed by an engineer. Okay. It couldn't have been built without tradies yeah. and it couldn't have been, kids couldn't have been playing on it without it being approved by that official or that organization. If someone cut off a leg or, or died as a result of poor construction, someone would go to jail. Yeah. But that's not happening in the online world. So it's almost entrapment. And as, as much as I really hit my education um, strongly, uh, uh, we've got to start going, okay, well, hold on. Let's look at why. Let's look at how these playgrounds are being created and how poorly designed they are. Mm. Um, and I, and I'm, I'll speak to a primary school this afternoon up in Whitford's and I'll put up my gaming screen and I go, well, guys, these, you've got, all of them have got a chat environment. Yeah. Many of them have got a currency now yeah. and 27% of year fives and sixes are now making purchases with parents' credit cards. Mm. What could possibly go wrong, Christy? So give them uh, a hand. I know. It's frustrating. it's frustrating from the point of view is that uh, you pro- you've been doing this longer than me, but you've been, but even in my career as a detective and working with child abuse and all of that, you know, I have saw this for many years before I left the police. Mm. You saw it for the last 13 years as the, you know, it's developed and grown and it hasn't changed. We're still banging on about the same issues yep. that haven't changed. And um, and like you said, there's got to be some pushback on those platform creators and stuff like that. And, but and we, that is, we feel like we've got no power over it. Yeah, and and, and sometimes I'll be honest with you, I, I do feel overwhelmed because mm. you'll take two steps forward and, and then one step back. And and it's hard because we're, we're sitting in here in a little old WA and, um, <laughs> and most of these organisations are conglomerates, they're big yeah. tech, so no one's going to listen to us. So this is why it's so important to get to the kids, but it's good that I've got a bit of oomph now so I can... Yeah. I can really start to challenge them, and 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 you 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 know this, and and I get a question a fair bit. People will go, "Oh, Paul, do you think there's more predators out there?" And and I don't I don't believe there are. I just think the predators that are out there have got access to so many more kids, and yeah. and because of this online environment, and and like I said, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, um, all 13 plus apps, yet you'll go to a primary school, 72% of hands will go up. They're all 10, 11 and 12. Mm. So yeah, again, I, I push back on that. Come on, kids, we've got to get better. But what what are those networks doing? How how can you let a 10-year-old join? And I, I know that sounds naive and mate, I, I say a lot of naive things in, in the vain hope that maybe someone will switch on. You can't walk into a licensing centre as a 10-year-old with a piece of paper that says you're 18 and get a mm-hmm. licence. Yet again, mm-hmm. the, the, to see the difference between our physical real world and our online world, that that needs to change. Yeah, one of my biggest frustrations with the, on the online space um, and and all of this stuff is that the laws and legislation haven't caught up with what's going yep. on. It's such a. It's taken so long to get some of these legislations in place, and they're still missing legislation like that doesn't yep. protect uh, children or adults. Um, you know, we only just got last year the, you know, it was uh, legislation about cyberbullying for adults, mm-hmm. let alone um, you know children, and yet it's still not tried and tested properly. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the hardest things because the internet does not have borders. And and I know that's a struggle and as a police officer and uh, I've worked with government, right, legislation, and it took me five years to get intimate image abuse in, introduced into WA. So five years mm. fighting with, with government and, and two attorneys general and and finally to be listened. So why? Because the 
how are we going to do this? How are we going to, I get that. It's hard to identify or trace or, or even arrest an offender who might be international, but that doesn't mean we just shouldn't, shouldn't do deal with it. Yeah. We can't keep pushing the onus back to the victims of crime to look after themselves. And, and it's an interesting point. We talk about um, why legislation hasn't caught up. Again, the vast majority of our social networking apps and the vast majority of our online environments are US-based. Yeah. For one simple reason, Section 230 of the Telecommunications Act over there in the US, in yes. 1996, uh, a, 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 an owner of a, a chat environment was being sued by a celebrity because someone, something was said about that celebrity on his platform. So at that stage in 1996, um, AOL mm -hmm. and chat sites were all deemed as a publisher. Okay, so you can't post anything on the front page of the West Australian, or apparently, without researching because yeah. that paper would get sued. So you've got to be careful. So what happened is they rushed some legislation through Section 230 saying, well, okay, anyone who's the creator or the, um, or the creator of an online environment can't be held civilly or criminally responsible for what's posted on their networks. Yeah. And, and that simple piece of legislation, as, as basic as it sounds, is why one of the main reasons we're facing these issues today is because that annulled the, 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 the need for moderation. I don't need to moderate what's being said because I can't be held liable yeah, that that person yeah. sue the person who said it. That is holistically wrong. And and as a result of the lack of moderation, um, there's it's been a free-for-all. And, yeah. and if you walked into the MCG on a grand final in 2023, 110,000 people, and we had only one security guard, we wouldn't accept that in a modern society. Yet because of the lack of moderation, the lack of need for that, We've only, like Facebook is an example, um, 3.9 billion logins per day, yet we've still only got 20-odd thousand moderators. That's, mm. that's wrong. That's wrong. It is, it is. Switching over, though, um, so your focus is on educating young people and parents. Yep. What do you think, for any listeners, and I imagine we've got parents listening, What's your focus? What, what do you want parents to to walk away from and and know about this stuff? Okay, well, what I, I want them to know is is it's not as bad as many people make out, yeah. but the ability for something to turn to poo, uh, for want of a better word, is quite <laughs> strong. Yeah. So. With that, it's empowering to learn. So parents get to know your kids' world, yeah. and I and again, I don't want to be defeatist here, and I'm not going to say I'm the best cyber safety education educator in Australia, Christy, but um, I'm pretty close. Uh, you're, so, damn, you're damn good uh, at it. You're damn good at it. Um, I reason the reason I'm having the most success in this country, I reckon, is because I won't come out and go, eh, eh, eh. you yeah. don't do this, don't do that. I just say, here's my experience. This is what I see. This is what I continue to see. Let's how 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 we can approach it. So for parents, it's get into their world. Social networking ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Gaming is is not going anywhere. So let's learn. Get into their world. Talk to your kids. Conversations. Get resources. Um, uh, the eSafety Commission have some great resources. Beacon the Cyber Safety app is mm. a great resource for parents to sit down and go. Okay, let's get to know 
know our kids world what's happening um we've also got i think you know as well obviously some good resources but just simple little areas where we can get the knowledge if you see a report if you hear something on the news in the car on the way to school ask a young fella what's a v-buck okay um how does this work how does that work because if especially if we can start young if if we can engage with our kids and they know we're genuinely interested then they're so much more likely to come and speak to us when something goes wrong because they know you're not going to go off your tree. So get to know what they're using, be educated and ask questions because our our kids are really genuinely wanting us as older people and and parents to to know their world. They don't just want us to, they need us to. Yeah, 100%. They need us to be in there with them. Yeah, and they just don't have that awareness and we know that and our kids are techie they're they're more techie than they've ever been in the past Mm. but they still don't have that cognitive brain skill yet to identify high risk so Mm. they'll rush in and um they won't communicate with parents they won't communicate they'll worry they're going to lose the console or whatever so we've got to put these little play little i suppose tweaks in place and that might not have anything to do with the internet, Christy. Okay, mate, you, you stuffed up at school, you swore, you said something to another kid, I heard that. So let's not go off our tree. Let's just say, okay, mate, we've got to get better there. Um, let's punish, let's take this off, we'll take off, take that off in regards to losing stuff, but let's move forward. Let's yeah. not harp on about it because then if a kid stuffs up online, they're more likely, like I said, to come and speak to you. You're of the same opinion as as I am because all of these things are teachable moments or, you know, something that we, and a teachable experience where we can then learn from it because how we, you know, go forward from there is that we can help kids learn how to be adults. Like I have this saying, right, our job as parents is to bring up kids that can contribute to society and aren't assholes. That's my saying, yep. and that's yep. from, you know, basically we want kids who can help it and and be contributing and Contribute. be good people and yep. not be an arsehole about it, you know, and that's what our job is as a parent and that means that we have to not uh, tre- treat them like this, you know, that everything they do is wrong because yeah. everything is an experience. Yeah, and, and it's and we learn from our stuff-ups and, and this is what I think so many people forget, especially some people in education is, Oh, they're they're idiots. They're irresponsible. They mm. shouldn't be doing this. I I get that. I get that one hundred percent. Don't get me wrong, but but you learn from your stuff ups, and and uh, if we can minimize a stuff up from being a massive one to yeah. a, a smaller one by yeah. education and and introducing little key factors, moderation, um, rules within the house, yeah. phone contracts, blah blah blah, then we're gonna have. A, a much better way of responding to to those, and yeah. and and this is where it's it, it's the best way. We the key education now is okay. This is their world. Let's embrace it. But again, that's not a free for all. You can do what you want, mm. but let's walk before we run. Okay, and and it's a, a simple equation. Is I quite often have parents say to me, "Oh, my kids aren't having phones at all. My kids seventeen, eighteen, they don't have a phone," uh, and. and Believe me, when I was working at Tech Crime, my my kids, I wanted to lock them in a cupboard. Okay, um, no, <laughs> we're not going anywhere near the internet. Um, it's twenty four hours. After what you saw, now. Uh, <laughs> so, but I I pushed away from that now. Okay, so mm. let's let's introduce slowly, and I'm not saying give your four year old a mobile phone of their own, but if you've got a twelve year old in the house, okay, and the vast majority of 
kids at the age of 12, 13, so year seven, will get their very first mobile phone. Yeah. Okay. So at 12, all right, I'm going to, we're going to let you use the phone from time to time. Here's a phone um, to get you to introduce you to requirements. So you can chat with Nana, you can chat with mum, dad, you can send message to a couple of key mates. Yeah. But now because they're so young, we've got those rules in place. We can take a phone off a 10 year old, 12 year old, 13 year old quite easily. Yeah. You can't do that with a 17 year old. More importantly, if we say no, 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 yeah. by the time your 17 year old or 16 year old does get a device, they're going to be in the deep end straight away and, and they don't have that culture of appropriate use. So, mm. and that's my, my big argument. That's let's just, let's just push that culture because in the meantime, I now fight in the background to get the networks to get better, the, the, the device manufacturers to get better to assist parents. This mm. is no longer just our job. It's, and this is no longer just a kid's job to be cyber safe. We've got to get better because the world's they're playing and it's entrapment. Yeah, yeah. It's almost entrapment. I also feel like, um, you know, I'm a parent, you're a parent, you've had three kids who are obviously in their, um, you know, 20s now. Are they all in their 20s yet? Oh, no, I've got one. I've got one. Oh, oh, you're the one. Um, I've got... 23, yeah, 22. So he's made it almost. He's he's a... He's a you've you know helped him be grow up to be a contributor and and not an asshole. Mm. I've got a fifteen year old and all an asshole at the moment. But anyways, we get there. <laughs> oh, no. Fifteen. 15 hey, that's year it. Old. We all go through it. Oh, we do. Again, we we do. did the same. We were the same, weren't we? I, I yeah. mean, there were times where I'd want to strangle my mum, and and mum would want to <laughs> strangle me. And, and I think we yeah. forget that sometimes. Oh no, I remember very clearly um, <laughs> about my being fifteen, and that you know. But at the same time, um, you know, my daughter actually said to me recently. She said, "Mum, I'm so glad that you were as strict as you were, and you and you helped me." Because I yeah. was less exposed to things that my friends were exposed to at a younger age. Yeah. She goes, "I actually." Yeah learned how to, to to handle situations better because you yeah. coached me through it and then I was able to help my friends because you know she's 100%. had she's had friends who've sent nudes and they've been shared she's had friends who've been yeah. groomed online she's had all of these people and they come straight to her and go hey what do I do because she's the one who knows how, what to do how to deal with these incidences without yeah. in, them becoming this big massive issue and that's it it's that balance it's that approach that middle ground okay i'm not going to say no to everything i'm not going to be a real meanie and 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 lock you down and say no okay it's about that guidance about and and more importantly seeing those experiences will help her learn and this is why so much of my education is based on those experiences for my kids so i say this is what i've seen this is not just some ex-copper throwing out numbers on a screen because i'm getting paid money and and this is great no the reason I do what I do is because I saw this every day and I continue to see it. Yeah. So here are real world examples because I guarantee out of the 190 of you I'm now speaking to, there'll be there'll be so many of you sitting there going, oh, that won't happen to me. 100% wrong. Okay. So mm. so let's, parents worry. We, we fear as parents because we've, we've already got a preconceived fear in our head in regards to okay when i say parent session your child might might be in a bathroom making errors of judgment the first thing parents are going, oh my god my kid's sending nudes no yeah. they could be using an app you might not let them use yeah. that could be chatting with their first boyfriend innocently that could be interacting with mates you don't approve of and yes then it could be the worst case scenario sending a nude so we we've got to 
we've got to really continue to have these conversations about look love I, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying you're going to do it but I don't want to phone in the bathroom because imagine if you accidentally took a photo of yourself without some without anything on and that got out to to mm. your mates I'd never do that mum I know love I, I know you wouldn't yeah but, but what if? meet me halfway phone phone on the kitchen counter if you want to listen to music you can take your speaker in yeah, okay, yeah. And stream. so and and when you started that little conversation about your girl, it reminded me a fair bit of um, how I say those rules in place. I, I survey a lot of my kids, Christy. So I've surveyed over thirty thousand children in Australia, and um, my last lot of surveys came out of uh, I, I found a whole pile of kids. I messaged a whole pile of the kids I used to speak to at five of my schools, who are now at three universities across WA. So I sent them a whole pile of messages saying, "Look, can you?" can you partake in a survey for me? So I surveyed mm -hmm. 800 kids, well, adults now, and 19 yeah. to 22 year olds. Now that, you, now that you've graduated, now that you're adults uh, and you've been seeing me since year five, so 10, what could have been, had done, done, done differently in your house, mm -hmm. looking back on it now, that may have made you made make better decisions and out of 800 responses 72 percent came back with the word contract in it really? now i was never big about contracts I, I don't bag them um with the right education the home the right rules in place we don't really need one but now i push contracts so a mobile phone contract and a social media contract because for and, and hey for those parents who are listening who may have a 12 or 13 year old mm. She or he's going to go. I'm. I'm not having a bloody contract. No, 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 that's, yeah, my that's friend ridiculous. doesn't have to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mate, when you're 19 and 20, you're going to thank me for this, and and they'll yeah. they'll kick up a storm and say no chance. But yeah. so let's let's get those rules in place. Well, interesting. You mentioned that, and I really find that cool that you put so much energy and effort into first of all surveying your students, but surveying your previous, mm. you know, participants. Yeah. Um, but one of the uh, that was one of the things that probably was a really big standpoint uh, during the police. And I don't know about what you've learned since leaving the police. I know more about social media online safety than I did as a police officer. Uh, you yeah. being in tech crime might have known more, but as a general, like as a, a detective and a general duties officer, there's very little. Uh, you know, there's very little education in the police. There's very little. Mm. You know, mm. unless you do it yourself, you go out yeah. and learn about it. Um, yeah. So. You know, so when I left and I became started to become aware, also my daughter was at 11, 12, and I was learning because she was that uh, at that yeah. age where it was important. In the middle of but, yeah. but you know, a, a contract or I, I call it an agreement in my book yeah. um, is is it was one of the things that because if you have a mutual agreement or a contract in place where you're both invested in what's in that contract. Your child, your uh, and you as a family yep. now have an agreement where you know what the rules are. You know the railway yep. lines are there. Yeah, because there's a there's a line in the clear. sand. Yeah, and, and that's it. You can go look, mate, and and meet them halfway. Oh, okay, uh, mum, how long do you want me to use the phone per day? Oh, two minutes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> or oh, how long do you want? I want twenty seven hours. Okay, so all right, let's meet you halfway. Let's say three hours a day or two hours a day, yeah. because at least if they stuff up, you can go look, mate. I I met you halfway. Yeah, I, I cut you some slag. Oh, okay, and and it, it, when when you make that comment about oh we we. As coppers, 
you see the worst. We we see the worst. We're going yeah. from worse to worse. And all we see is risk. All we see is the result of risk. Yeah. And even in GDs or general duty policing, you're going from job to job where there's something going on. Mm. 10% of our jobs would be, yeah, that kid who might have got, um, I, I don't know, lost. We go pick him up and it's a great, great environment going back, finding parents and all that sort yeah. of stuff. So we're seeing the negative and, and it's not until we get out of that world and go, right, let's see the big picture that we start to have some some clarity. And and it's it's important to me when you say, oh, it's great that you survey your kids because that is, that's my world. Mm. I would be nothing without my kids, okay? And that's over half a million of them now. If I don't listen to my students, okay, and, and talk to them, find out what's going on, um, then I, I, I wouldn't have have the success. And, and, and I push that to anyone who wants to get in this education field, talk to students, find out what the risks are, find out what's happening, get into their world because it will it will make you the best you can be. And, and that's, mm. yeah, that's what's so important. I mean, that's what drives me is to, to, to I mean, I, I get kids emailing me every day now going, Paul, yeah. don't tell anyone, but this is what's happened. And, and, and you can imagine that. Yeah that makes my day because I would never have emailed a, an educator if I was, oh, sorry, wrote a letter to uh, an educator when I was a kid. <laughs> Sent it by, um, by carrier pigeon. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah. Um, I have the same, I, I sometimes have not probably as much as you because I'm not in that field as much, but I do have young people reaching out to me from social media um, asking mm. for advice and, um, and yeah, it is great that they can come to us. What's sad is that they should be going to their families, yeah, and yeah. but they don't feel like that they can. But you know, the good thing is, is people like you are out there, and you can give yeah. them good advice, and you can give them correct advice versus you know yeah. them turning to their best friend or their friend group and yeah. getting bad advice or or you yeah, know the yeah. wrong advice. And, and that's worrying as parents. We always worry: are our kids going to speak to us and? Mm. Is this going to happen? And that doesn't mean you're a bad parent if your kid's not communicating. Quite the opposite. They don't want to disappoint us. And yes. And and so it's again with with opportunity as young as we can, let's let's bridge those gaps. So look, mate, if 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 you drop a vase or whatever, or yeah. you, you put a cricket ball through the window, okay. And I know it's easy for me to stand here, sit here and say this. I'm, I'm not a psychologist far from it, but Take that few minutes. Go okay. That's smashed the window. I'll go and I'll go in the bedroom and scream my head off. Then come out and go okay, mate. All right, windows can be fixed. Mm. Okay, I've told you about playing cricket in the backyard. So let's let's pull pull your head in and let's let's assess this. And because of so many of our kids won't communicate, we we need to adjust that. And and eighty percent of kids, ninety percent of kids will won't talk about gaming scamming because mum's going to take the console off them. So yeah. and, and that's a concern. Why? Because 2021, we had $176 million stolen from Australians in online gaming fraud, 176. Wow. And Christy, 7.15% of that were children under the age of 16. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's 12 million. And only about 11 to 16% of kids will tell parents. So mm. how much money is leaving our shores because kids have been ripped off 12 bucks on a prepaid card and they don't tell anyone? So getting those communication lines open is is so important. And, and and like I said, so often that might not have anything to do with the internet to give you an opportunity to do that. Mm. Um, thanks for telling me, buddy. Um, 
all right, I, you told me about something happened at school. Well done, buddy. Okay, um, thanks for that. So we're going to the shops this weekend, just out of the blue. Okay, you can here's fifty bucks. Go knock yourself out. Yeah. Okay, why? Because we, let's use dopamine to our advantage. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Okay, mum, mum, dad's given me a reward for talking. Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, let's hit that. Let's hit that hard because um, it's only natural our kids are going to be hesitant. One of my biggest scare. Uh, one of the biggest things that is going on right now in in you know cyber uh, cyber attacks i guess mm -hmm. is the attack against young men uh or young uh teenage men uh between what 11 to, to 17 being mm -hmm. um extorted or sextorted yep. online um what do parents need to know about that because i know that's a big concern yeah sextortion is is the the biggest thing that's being reported to me at the moment, um, and I, I've my I personally have seen an eleven hundred percent increase in the last five years mm. of reports to me. When I first started taking these stats and taking these reports, uh, I only had three kids speak to me in 2015, 16. Uh, I had two hundred forty seven last year, oh. and, and Christy, I've already had thirty six this year. I've had wow. thirty six teenage boys contact me from Australia. Paul, this is what's happened, and that's wow. Um, so yeah, sextortion is on the rise again because um, teenage boys will not talk. Okay, we're in chat environments. Um, someone sending a nude on Snapchat, all of a sudden, oh, that young attractive girl says, "Oh, let's go chat on Omegle or Omegle and uh, or a chat roulette or a fring." Um, they're now interacting. Uh, that boy will get his gear off, interact in a sexual way. That video will be captured sent back to him, send me money, or I'm going to send this to your parents, that has risen exponentially. Yeah. Uh, again, because, uh, and this sounds horrible. If I was not an honest person, I'd be sitting on a computer in my office, ripping people off all over the internet, uh, bank account in the Maldives, VPNs, and, and I'd make a million in a year. And that sounds so bad, but, but the reason I say that comment is because it's lucrative. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and our the reason our scammers in particular are making so much money is they've identified the shift, and the shift is 92% of adult males, if they get sextorted 18 and over, they will tell the police. Currently in Australia under 18s, it's only about 16%. So mm. if I'm a scammer, I'm not going to target adults or kids. So, so this in particular is, is a huge area. So... Um, Again, it's just about conversations. It's about, okay, mate, device, boys take high risk, high risk in their bedrooms, so no devices in bedrooms. Mm -hmm. I know that's difficult to police, but um, put rules in place. Um, we can block the internet through our modems. We can we can put apps on, on our phones and, and govern our kids' devices. So let's just put those little rules in place. But sextortion is, is worrying me. It worries me because we've seen an increase in youth suicide, in, especially mm. in that age group. Um, mm. And it also worries me because these scammers <clears throat> um, have identified a vulnerable group of people in this, in our environment. They're, you know, young men are vulnerable anyway because there is this yeah. stigma, but there's mm. also a vulnerability there that they were not going to speak up. They're going to just pay. Or if they try to get themselves out of it and block and, and report them to the the platform nothing happens but mm. also uh they end up getting their their video shared with their yep. friends 
Yeah, and, and this is where it's heartbreaking because, and again, I, I, I had a boy uh, 2022 ring me or 21. He's one of my boys from year, year 10 from one of my all boys schools. He's a boarder, made an error of judgment on Omegle. Um, young girl, thought he was she was from Brazil, 16, but she was 23 from the Philippines. She was a scammer, one of 58. Um, and when he rang me, uh, now again, I've been speaking to this young fella since two, since he was year five. As soon as he rang me in tears, um, he apologised. I said, what are you apologising for, buddy? I'm so sorry, Paul. You told us about this last year and I still did it. I, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't I didn't listen. And I said, mate, no, 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 no. Bloody hell, you, you're the victim of a crime here. You've been targeted because of your vulnerability. And, and this is what I think we forget so often. And, and yes, yes, I know some people aren't as as smart or as 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 concerned about this as they should be mm. but hold on let's let's if we see someone who's been scammed a, a romance scam or, or whatever let's let's remember that the people who are doing this are bloody good at what they do yes okay they're grooming they, they are very good at doing this so so yes as much as that young fella made a stupid error of judgment I, i'm never going to judge him i go okay buddy let's let's move forward yeah. and, and and that's the heartbreak because his video now I've found it on 17 websites across the planet and and he's got to live with that for the rest of his life now that someone might see it. And, and that's one of the worlds that um, I really have empathy for our kids because their, their stuff ups go viral. We never had that. Mm, well, exactly. I, I remind parents all the time if we uh, we're just lucky that we didn't have phones when mm. we were growing up because otherwise mm. all of our dirty laundry and all of yeah. our stuff ups would be everywhere and and, um, and, and and that's one of the things i say mate i I'll put i say if i had one of these things when i was a kid i'm yeah. not going to be a hypocrite mm-hmm. i would have been in the principal's office three or four times a year because we did stupid things yeah um, and streaking these days christy is completely different to streaking uh when we were kids uh oh, exactly. to hamilton senior high school which is a pretty rough school and if you lost a bet at our school, um, you went for a run. Yeah, you had to do a streak down the soccer oval. And if you're sitting there having lunch, you go, oh, that kid must have lost a bet. Okay, back to the <laughs> top soccer goals, back to the bottom soccer goals. And then your mate would have your clothes for you. So we never had cameras. No, but uh, imagine that's if you where did. it stayed. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> everyone just has memories of that stuff. They don't have yeah. like proof, but um, 100%. Yeah, I, like I I really want parents to understand that the biggest thing we can do for any victim of these types of crimes is to like to to shame and blame the child or the person who's been the victim of this. Like you said, and you said it so well, they are a victim of a crime yeah. and they don't deserve to be made. And it's an eternal thing unless yeah. it doesn't go any further than that person. It's an eternal thing. It can go on forever. Yeah, and, and um, that's where it's heartbreaking. What okay, so shifting a little bit, and um, before we um, finish up, what do you think if we've got some parents of like young men? Uh, you've already said you know, talk to them, open communication. But if they uh, if it does happen to someone and they they hear about you know, they find out that the young fellow has accidentally or or been groomed and shared their image, what can they tell their young person? Okay, first. First opportunity to, to 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 calm them down and go. Okay, number one is is really reward that communication. Okay, mate, you've told us. Thank you. Yes, and under the breath, 
you, you in the back of your brain you're going oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god yeah. you want to you want to scream but okay thanks for telling us mate let's yeah. sort this out so get straight on the phone to to or get onto the police network report it get onto e-safety report it uh, eSafety.gov.au will help remove content from the networks, okay, um, the police reporting networks. So um, CyberGov will help you submit a report as well and, and get it at least the, the offender, hopefully identify it, find out where they are, uh, and then lock down, completely lock down your socials, go off the grid for about two two months. Mm. Um, the scammers will think you've you've deleted your accounts and that target availability is, is going to be far less uh, less lowered. Uh, communicate with your peers. Okay, that's one thing a lot of kids won't do. Some of our, our boys, especially, will communicate maybe with their close mates, mm. um, but just uh, communicate with your peers to say, "Look, uh, I've just dropped down off the socials for a bit. You won't hear from me f- for a bit. Um, there's a bit going on at the moment, and um, and then lock down and and then hopefully that'll. Uh, the good thing about scamming, to a degree, as much as that sounds terrible, is is they've got. Uh, hundreds of victims on the go at a time. So if you can get off the radar, <clears throat> they'll just move on to the next victim. Don't pay, never pay, yeah. never, ever, ever, ever pay because they know um, you pay, they'll you'll come, they'll come back. So lockdown, they'll go, okay, no chance. Um, and in my experience, it is quite rare um, that a scammer will actually go to the level of extent to go, okay, I'm going to flick it all out there because why? They've got the next victim on the go. Yeah. Um, and, and they'll just simply move on. So reward that that advice, oh, sorry, reward that communication. Still locked down. Yes, we can still punish. We can still take action in regards to that. But um, remember, always remember that your child is a victim of crime and and they've going, that they may have been going through vulnerabilities Um any teenage boy sitting in front of a cam with a good-looking girl who's getting her gear off, um, many of them will have a natural reaction. We can't blame them for that. And, mm. and we need to um, just just take action to go, okay, let's move forward. I feel like um, sometimes the the embarrassment and the shame and, and the whole process of this would be, re- would be a um, punishment enough. Yeah, one hundred percent. I like th- these kids. The ones that I've spoken to, they they're in absolute <clears throat> like panic and stress, yeah. and they are absolutely so scared. Yeah. And that is such a big, big thing for them to go through. I think uh, personally, when I've um, you know coached or spoken to young people, I've just gone, you know what, what you did is yeah, it was it sucks. Like yeah, you made a mistake, yeah. but you know what, you're a good person. You're still a good yeah. person. 100%. And that's what I finish off with usually on a phone call, whether it's an email, I'll say, mate, thank you for telling me. Yeah. Thank you so much for having the courage yeah. to speak to me. Okay. Because we'll get through this. We'll get through this. And 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 we know it. There's that panic straight away. Oh my God. Oh my God. That would be so embarrassing for a teenage boy or, or a girl as well to have your content Anyone. out there for boys. More importantly, it's such a horrific thing because the first thing you're thinking is oh my god I'm going to go to school tomorrow it's going to be everywhere and and that that simple fear you'd never want anyone to go through that so let's okay let's react let's respond let's jump on it let's not judge we can judge later we can go no okay buddy we can talk about it later all right we can respond later in that regard let's Mm. deal with your emotional state let's deal with your mental health and and let's um, let's not jump up and down. And, and and I know, again, it's easy for me to stand and sit here and say that as a parent. Um, it's bloody hard, but we just got to make sure we just approach it the right way because it's a, 
as horrible as that incident will be, it is one of the most tremendous learning curves. Oh, yeah. That boy will have a chance to say to his mates, not tomorrow, not in a month's time, but maybe six months or a year, going, guys, this happened to me. Please be careful. Uh, Yeah. That is where we're going to change things because that learned experience now gives that kid an opportunity to go, you know what, I was not looked after by the internet. And that's the first thing I'll say to a year nine or 10 group is kids, I'm not going to bag you, but none of you will realise how poorly you are protected on the internet until something goes wrong. That's when you realise how bad it is. And same with parents, it's horrible. So let's let's work through this by by getting the playgrounds designed more appropriately. Um, Mm. They know they've got these scammers on their network. But why That's, why do they care? Yeah, well, yeah, there's so many things we could talk to, but we'll we'll finish up there. So I have cool. a question for all of my um mm-hmm. I'll have to get you back on again. We'll talk about something else. For well, sure. Um, uh, I um have a question and I always tell people if if people knew or parents knew what I knew, they would do things differently. What's you've probably already covered a lot of things, but what's something that you wish parents knew that you know? Oh, wow. What I, what I wish parents knew that I know is how how little the internet thinks of their kids, mm. okay, how, how, how we are just a number, we are just a data collection point and, and how poorly the internet is designed in, in regards to the ethical design uh, for the protection of users. So with, with great respect to a lot of parents, we, we rush in, we, we just go here, go here, Snapchat, and we mm. won't put rules or guidelines in place. So that natural instinct for a child to make an error of judgment, you are, you're on the cliff's edge constantly. So I, I want parents to know and to be a voice for me and, and with me mm. to say we are no longer going to accept the, the poor design of these apps, the poor design of these networks, and when something goes wrong, to blame kids, to blame parents, to blame educators, we need to take ownership. And and that's that's where I, I want them to know is 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 let's let's tar- let's identify the fact that our kids are being targeted, mm. and and let's help protect them and and push the onus back to these networks to say you need to do better. This is not just our job. And don't believe these token responses. Zuckerberg sitting in front of a, a a hearing going, oh, yeah, we should have done better there and we're mm. going to do this, we're going to do that. It's all crap. It's just a token response, yep. okay, to address um, to address something that they're not going to do. So let's take the power back. Let's mm. say, okay, you and, if, if, and yes, as much as Snapchat and TikTok are risky apps, <clears throat> they are responding. They're getting better in regards to their response, in regards to cyber safety, and put control settings and all that sort of stuff. Yes. If you don't right. listen to your users, you're going to lose them. And if you want the money, you'll start protecting them. So let's let's change that culture. And that's what I'm all about. Mm, yeah, awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much, Paul, for giving you. up your time to talk. And, you know, I could talk about this stuff all day. We, we You know, I think yeah. when you're as passionate <clears throat> as you are about this stuff, you could talk about it. And you do talk about it all day, every day. Um, so how can people yeah. follow you? How can people keep in touch if they want you to talk to them about their school or anything like that? Where can they go? 
Yeah, you can get me on surfonlinesafe.com.au. Uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as well. So, uh, um, uh, and all the socials. So I'm never too far away, Paul, at surfonlinesafe.com.au. Don't ever be afraid to drop me a line. If I don't get back to you straight away, I'm flat out, but uh, I will get back to you. So, but again, just continue to open those lines of conversations. And it's it's not just me, it's wonderful educators such as yourself. And we, we're lucky in Perth here because we've got some amazing people mm. um, who are doing some amazing work. And uh, let's let's continue to to be at the cold front. And, and it's great to look back and see parents behind me. Um, so I'll continue to keep kicking doors down. It's good. Well, everyone I speak to who's speak. well, everyone I speak to who's ever heard of you speaks so highly of you, and I can <laughs> I can uh, I agree with them. And you're right, there is some really good educators in Western Australia, and most of them are ex police officers because we, <laughs> we uh, uh, and a lot of girls as well, which is great. Uh, so uh, I'm a bit of a, a anomaly between all these roses, um, but it, it it's good. So. Um, yeah, and it's and I'm not about competition. I mean, yeah, no. Christy, technically you're a competitor, but here we are chatting. Why? Because we're on common ground. We're we're all together in this, and 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 that's why collaboration is so important to me. And um, so yeah, taking as many fields as we can, and and let's like I said, let's fight this fight. So thanks so much for the opportunity to speak to you, and 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 all the best of luck to your listeners as well, mate. Well done. Thanks, Paul. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. Education empowers children and empowers parents and education prevents abuse. That is why I'm here and that is why you are here. So thank you. If you want any further information or support, follow me on social media, either under Christy McVie or KPAU social media accounts. I'll put the links in the show notes. You can also purchase a signed copy of my book, Operation Kids Safe, via the website at www.cape-au.com. Also on my website is a free ebook titled 10 Tips to Keep Your Kids Safe from Abuse and self-paced courses for parents to help you in your journey of child abuse prevention. Don't forget to join our free Facebook group called Operation Kids Safe Parenting Group. Please see the show notes for any extra information, links and help should you be looking for extra support. Thank you once again for giving a shit about preventing child sexual abuse. See you next time.